Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Speak Family. Get this, the controversy around Brock Purdy, it is at an all-time high. Former NFL MVP Cam Newton, he chimed in once again. I get it, Brock Purdy's gone to a Super Bowl after going to an NFC Championship. But the man is still getting criticism. You have to hear what Cam had to say. I will not delay any longer. Take a listen. I've never said that Brock Purdy was trash or he was inadequate of making plays. What I did say is Brock Parody is a game manager. That's not hate. That's just what I feel to be facts. But I still reserve the right to say this. Brock Parody to be labeled a game changer. Mm -hmm. Brock Parody has to be the best player on the offensive side of the ball. Mm. And that's not the case. Family, welcome to speak. James Jones on the far end. To his right, the brilliant Joy Taylor. To my right, the Eagles all-time rushing leader. Shady, I can't make sense of it. The dude went to an NFC Championship game, and then he went to a Super Bowl. He had 36-plus touchdowns on the year. He played well enough last week to get his team to the NFC Championship game, then get them to the Super Bowl. I can't make sense of the criticism. Starting the show with the most polarizing topic in all the sports. Y'all turn your volumes up. 2-5, you take issue with Cam's criticism and Brock yeah, yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> Just because, like, what, what are we talking about here? Like, what, what are we trying to get accomplished? Yeah. The first time I spoke about it, I, I agreed with him. He, he was making a difference between game managers and, and game changers. changers. Changers, right? So I understood that part. And you look at Brock Purdy on his team, yeah, he's probably not the best player in the offense. probably not the best player on the defense. He's probably in that round of eight, nine, best player on the team. But, but, but why does that matter, though? That's right? That's like, this guy has had his team in a Super Bowl. He has had his team in an NFC Championship game two years in a row. And my thing is, I don't think Brock Purdy's no superstar quarterback. I don't think that, right? But I do think he's a good quarterback for his team and for his system. It's like, why are we going to blame him or, 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 you know, diss his, his resume or what he's accomplished? I don't like that part of it. And I, and I think Cam, and I'm a good friend of Cam. Cam's yep. solid dude. I just think he needs to take a, a chill pill real quick because it's like, what are you trying to get accomplished? Right? There's a lot of great, talented players that didn't really accomplish much. Mm-hmm. Right? He's kind of in that category of great player, with great talent that didn't accomplish a lot. So I, I, just, I just hate when um, players or even people, like, they harping on something that we already get it. Like, I get it. He's not a superstar. I get that. But he's good, he in, yeah. he's good in his craft. So, like, let him, let him roll. I just, yeah. I don't know what he's trying to prove with the Brock Purdy thing. I thought he was just joking at first, and I watched it. I think he was even serious when he said it. So I'm not sure what Cam's trying to accomplish, but I, I think. Kim has a point as far as him not being a superstar, but he's a good quarterback in the system. That's all that matters, and he wins. Yeah, for me, it's, Cam, you already came out and said this. Yeah. Like, okay, we 
Brock Purdy is not an elite quarterback or an elite talent, right? Okay, a lot of people agreed with you on that. But this young fella has his team in the Super Bowl and had his, had his team in the NFC Championship last year. But like Joy always says, we got to stop worrying about game manager or elite quarterback. We got we to stop worrying about that. This dude is in the Super Bowl and he wins. And I was going down the line of, of these quarterbacks. We agree Cam was an elite quarterback or elite talent at the quarterback elite spot. Talent. Elite, elite talent, talent, elite talent sure. at the quarterback yeah. spot. That's what he's saying, elite. Can you be the best player on your team or whatever or carry a team, right? We believe Cam was that. He showed us he did that a couple years. But Eli Manning wasn't an elite talent at the quarterback spot. Eli Manning beat Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and he has two Super Bowl MVPs. Everybody at this table will take Eli's career over Cam's career, even with Cam being a special player at the quarterback spot. Now, right here, this quarterback right here has 103 wins, 245 touchdown passes, 43,000 passing yards, right? Super Bowl win, Super Bowl MVP. Cam Newton has 75 wins, 194 passing touchdowns, 32,000 passing yards. The quarterback first is Joe Flacco. Whose career are you taking? So it don't matter if you're a game manager, an elite, Mm. none of that matters, Cam. Right? Some of these dudes' career is a thousand times better than yours, and you were an elite talent at the quarterback spot. So to me, none of that matters. And he already said it. Right? It's over. Leave Brock Purdy alone. Brock Purdy is getting ready. And it, what, what, what's the number say on his jersey? It says some type of numbers. XL, whatever. <laughs> getting ready for the Super Bowl, man. Like, leave Purdy alone. That elite, the game manager, it don't matter if you find a ways to win. I have a thought games. for everybody at the desk. Obviously, Joy can't wait to get your input on this as well. We say that Eli Manning isn't, wasn't an elite talent. But that's got to be crazy. The reason I say it's got to be crazy is because he was a number one overall pick, yes, if I'm was. not mistaken. Yes, he was. Now, I don't think it's super highly of Eli Manning. Yeah. I played against him in the division. I was actually on the New York Giants practice squad, so I went up against Eli Manning every day giving him looks as the opposing defender. So I know Eli Manning better than most people on national television. I don't think that highly of him. But I guess where I get confused is how are we all describing talent? Is talent in 2024 exclusively how well you can run and how strong your arm is? Because teams thought Eli Manning was talented enough to take him number one. This isn't an Eli conversation. But I guess, Joy, where I get confused, because this does all have things to do with Brock Purdy, he's not that talented. Not that talented. He got offered by Alabama, like everybody else. He's not that talented. He's in a Super Bowl. He's not that talented. I guess I'm just confused on what that means. Not to derail you. I'll get back on track. Do you have an issue with Cam's criticism? But I want to revisit that conversation later. I don't think uh, I disagree with all of Cam's criticism because I do think there are better football players at their position on his team than him. He's not the best football player. He's not the best physical talent on his team. He's the most valuable player. But we could go down a whole list of guys that we would say – this guy or this guy at their position, and you would take the first guy and not Brock Purdy. I really think that's what he's saying. I, I, I'm not going to speak for him. He's got his own show, and he can say what he wants to. For the same reason that yesterday when we were talking about paying him the most out of anybody yeah. in the league at his position, and we all said we'd be nervous, that is what I think he's saying. But there's a very, very small amount of guys who are in that category. It's yeah. Joe Burrow. It's Josh Allen. It's Patrick Mahomes, and it's Lamar Jackson. And we still have questions about some of those guys in the postseason. So when you're talking about elite talent, it's what we see with our eyes. There's a reason that everyone said they would be uneasy about paying him the most amount of money in the league. 
There's a reason for it. And, and whether we can articulate it or not, whether it's something that we've seen or what he's looked like when he's bad or whether we trust the players around him more or we trust that Kyle Shanahan has gotten here before, until this point, he has not won a Super Bowl and we all feel a bit uneasy about paying him that most, the most amount of money. If he was the most talented, if he was unquestioned, if we had seen enough with our eyeballs, if we had watched and felt like he was the reason why all this was happening, we would have no question about it because if he lost talent, we feel like he'd be able to compensate for it. That, to me, is what he's saying. I don't think, I don't agree with it because, to your point, what is talent? Is talent just what we see with our eyes, these unbelievable plays that Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes make? Is, is talent Joe Burrow taking a team that had two wins to two years later being in the Super Bowl? Is that talent? Is Lamar Jackson being a two-time MVP, a unanimous, being able to overcome not having talent around him and using his legs in ways we've never seen before? Is that talent? I think we move the needle a lot to make room for the conversation that we want to have, but we all know what it is. Hmm. I don't. It is the fact that you don't feel comfortable. We, one, two, three, four, sat here yesterday, and we had a very elaborate conversation, long, I think we went 30 minutes, all of the producers were yelling at us to go to break, <laughs> about whether or not we'd feel comfortable paying Brock Purdy the most amount of money at his position in the NFL. And there's a very small amount of guys who fit into that category. I mean, but, but even saying that, like, I still think he's a good quarterback for his team. Yeah. Right? I do, too. And, and I, will pay, I won't pay him the top dollar, but... There was never a time I would pay Cam Newton at the top of the dollar either. I'm glad you said you that. Because here's, so like, here's my tension with all of this conversation surrounding Brock Purdy. After Cam Newton got paid, he was 30 and 36. Mm. 77 passing touchdowns, 59 interceptions. Reason I'm not adding rushing yards, I haven't aggregated them yet, and I would also have to add turnovers, fumbles. I don't have that ahead of me. So I can only tell you that aspect of things. I love how Joy mentioned physical talent. Yes. Y'all want to say Brock Purdy's not that much of a physical talent? Bet. But even when we start talking about what we see with our eyeballs, I see talent. Yeah. I see physical talent. I see mental talent. I see elusiveness. I see 52 rushing yards. And the best running, running quarterback in the National Football League had 54 rushing yards in his championship game. And the non-talented Brock Purdy had 52. Three conversions. Let's to 17 points on third down, second down, second down. So even when we start to say what we see with our eyeballs, I am now omitting myself from saying I don't see talent. Yeah, but, but, which is, but you do feel uneasy about paying him the most at his position. Yes, I'm Why not a good you, example because I feel uneasy about paying several quarterbacks, I, not named I do, Pat, I so do, I'm not a good example. I, I do too. I think, I think we all do. But why, why is that? That is because when you pay a player – the most amount of money at their position when they're the quarterback. So you, you, get, you move to the top. You're the highest-paid player, highest-paid quarterback, highest-paid player in the league. You're not going to be able to pay everyone else. Correct. So you lose people. And there's very few people, Patrick Mahomes being one of them. Or the only one, wouldn't you say? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like that's, but we certainly don't think Patrick Mahomes is the, is the only top talent in no, the league. No, no. But I guess here's, here's – I love this conversation. Can I, can I get in on this real quick? Go ahead. Just don't pivot it. But go well, ahead. No, I'm not because – before I went back to the Packers, I, I signed with the Giants, and I was in the huddle with Eli Manning, preseason, training camp, and all that. And Eli would throw this football, and I would be like, dang, that ain't 12. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would run a certain route. Even talking to OBJ, I would run a certain route. Like, bro, he got to put it there. Oh, look at me like, he ain't 12, right? So when we're talking about talent, we know what we're talking we about. Know what talent. You know what I'm saying? So that's why with me, I'm like, okay. Eli is a really good quarterback. He's going to put on a gold jacket. No, not to him. Beat the GOAT, the greatest of all time, twice in the Super Bowl and took Super Bowl MVP. Really good quarterback. But strictly talent, 
he's not on the level of Aaron Rodgers. And I witnessed that with my own eyes. So I think that's what we're saying about Brock Purdy. When you even when you watch him play, does he make some very good throws? Does he did he scramble last week? I mean, absolutely. He has talent, but not the talent of those guys is what I believe Cam Newton and, is and Which is fair. Which is fair. But the only thing I'm saying is there's only three dudes that have the talent of those three dudes, and it's those three dudes. Pat, Josh, Lamar. Burrow doesn't even have the same physical talent. Burrow has it. And he has more of it than anybody. Oh, that's part of talent. But, and I agree. And I think Purdy has it, you too. Joe don't nah, have the physical nah. talent? I, 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 no, I, I do. when I look at Joe Burrow, I do not believe he has the strongest arm. I do not believe that he is the most mobile. I think Joe Burrow got it. You think well, Joe Burrow and Brock Purdy are, are on the same level? No, I think Brock Purdy is a better quarterback. I think Joe Burrow is a better quarterback. Yeah. But I think they both have that same it. Like, neither of them do you look at and you're like, oh, man, he intimidated. But is anyone saying that Brock Purdy isn't talented? That's what talented? I'm saying. I don't think it matters. He winning. Is anyone saying he's not talented? Joe Burrow, we, we getting crazy on this show. <laughs> wait, wait, what's Joe Burrow do excellently? I'm just saying, like, the, the, like, when you say he got the it factor, then you now you're saying Brock got the it. Like, you think when you see the – when I see the it factor in Joe Burrow – I seen some of that Brady in him. Like, oh, he got some Brady in him. He got some dog in him. He ain't the fastest, right? He can move, move enough. His arm ain't the strongest, but get the ball there. He know where he wants to go with the ball. He's always poised under control no matter what the situation is. And I can't say that in the same breath and the same, same thing where Brock Purdy. I think everything you just said, I would check for Brock Purdy, except for he's always poised no matter what the situation but this is. This is what I wouldn't check, though. I don't know. But, but, this, but, this is what I wouldn't check. Go ahead. He went to the worst team yeah. football yeah. and changed them and went to the Super Bowl. So if we're talking about talent at the quarterback spot or a guy that has the it factor, does Brock Purdy go to the worst team in football in the Cincinnati Bengals and take them to the Super Bowl? No. So Absolutely. But, here, but here, what we're talking about is I don't like using hypotheticals to undermine somebody. Like we said, we said last week, yeah, but we haven't seen Brock do it with multiple teams. He hasn't had the opportunity to. Yeah, but we didn't see Brock go to the worst team. He didn't have the opportunity to. So I just, I'm not even saying y'all yeah, are we, wrong, we but like, we're using these. We're seeing things that we do the spectacular correct. thing either. Don't knock them. Don't knock them. But let's not just knock Purdy in the sense of like, Shady, you said, have you seen, uh, you spoke of Tom Brady. I'm saying, they, like, when I look at a, uh, uh, Joe Burrow, like, the coach is going to, we're going to put the ball in his hands. We're going to make everything go through you from the first quarter to the fourth quarter. Right? When I look at Brock Purdy, it don't, it don't go like that all the time, right? Agreed. Right. Of but, course. But, so, but, but we also know you saw last game more than ever. What about Running that? game wasn't doing nothing. 2.8 right. yards per carry. Had to put the ball in Brock Purdy's hands. Down by 17, came out of half. First play, dig. Debo Samuel. Second play, pass play. Third play, pass play. Against the Green Bay Packers. Nine plays, you got to have it. You got to go down the field and score. Two runs, seven passes. He went six for seven. So, to me, that is – But this is what you do. I, I can't stand like, yo – well, it'll be a whole game. What, how, many, how many minutes is in the quarter? 15. So you, it's like you won't even look at the whole – if he played bad in the first half, you, you dismiss that, right? The second half he played well, it's the only thing you talk about. You don't talk about the other stuff he did. He didn't do well. And it's like as a football player, we, when you look at the tape, you look at everything. All of it. Right. So my thing is as much as you want to, like, give this Brock Purdy credit, and I give him credit. I think he's a good quarterback. I just don't – I don't put him on that level yet because when I watch him, I don't, I don't see that. I see a really good quarterback in the system that plays well, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yo, coach asked me to do this. I'm going to do it to the best of my abilities. Yo, coach want me to manage the game a certain way. Yo, I'm going to do it to the best of my abilities. I'm okay with that. It's like, it's like we fighting to give him this credit that we're going to give Joe Brown and these other dudes because he's not there. Right, like why do I feel it's like I'm being them. pitched something right now? Yeah, like. We've been talking about this all year. It, James shut it down at one point. I don't remember what week it was. It was like, stop talking about how good everybody is. 
You have the ability to go play. You have the ability to prove it. You have the ability to overcome things. You have the ability to win. There's no question he is a great winner. There's no question he operates at a very high level. He is a very intelligent quarterback. I actually think he is pretty poised. He can pull some bad games from Joe Burrow. But there is a difference between – that's why if you said Brock Purdy is better than Joe Burrow, most people are going to have a visceral reaction to that. Most. Correct. But I also think a lot of that visceral reaction stems from the fear of that visceral reaction. Because when I think about what Brock – when I just think about what Brock Purdy has done this season, and I'm saying to myself – Joe Burrow, if he came back from down 17, we'd be like, well, duh, it's Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, he came back from down seven game-winning drive, we'd be like, well, duh, it's Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, if he had some big-time scrambles to, to ice a game, we'd say, well, duh, it's Joe Burrow. The reason you're being pitched something is because I feel as though we all watch the same game. But I'm watching the game, and I'm looking at Brock Purdy, and I'm going, he's doing the same things so- that – Every quarterback not named Patrick Mahomes yep. and Josh Allen are doing. So, He's doing the same. So thing. my things, Acho, is why does it matter? Because all them quarterbacks you just said, with everything you just said, you're not taking Purdy over them. So my thing is, is why does it matter? He's never, never going to take him over if, him, if the man is winning, the man is getting ready for the Super Bowl. So right. my thing, why does it matter? He's finding ways to win. If somebody came up to me and said, man, you're not as talented as Randy Moss, but I'm getting open. Mm-hmm. Man, you're not as fast as Tyreek Hill. I got 90 yarders. I got 80 yarders. I got 70 yarders. What does that matter? They can't catch me so even then, if I got a zigzag. So, then, so it does not so matter. Then here's my question then. I'm getting the job done. Why, why do people keep saying it? Because my biggest irritation, and I haven't said it yet with Cam Newton, is he keeps drawing a circle to exclude Brock Purdy. If y'all remember what Cam Newton said three weeks ago, and I'll play the sound for you here momentarily, Cam Newton first to find a game manager as somebody who can't put the team on his back. Take a listen to that sound. And when you say game manager, I'm not asking you to go out and win the game. I'm just asking you not to lose. Not to lose the game. Exactly. So his first definition was you as a player who you asked not to lose the game. But the last two games that Brock Purdy has played in, he has been asked, to win the game. Why, would, he why has, was he asked to win the game, though? Because his team wasn't winning. Why and wasn't his team winning? I would say a lot of things. I would say the defense only allowing one punt in the did first he, did half. Did he play any role in why they were in that position? Of course. Of course. And I would say that several quarterbacks do when their teams are trailing. Why is it? Let's just talk about Brock Purdy. Okay. Not, let's not so talk here's, about everybody But here's my, my, here's my issue. So now Cam Newton says a game manager is a guy who can't who, who, who can't win. Who can't put, thank you. A game manager is a guy who can't put the team on his back. Now he does put the team on his back. Now you come back and you reclassify your definition. No, a game manager has to be the best player on offense on his team. Why you keep drawing new circles to make sure Brock Purdy don't exist in the circle that you drew? You said he got to put the team on his back. He put the team on his back. Now you're saying he got to be the best player on offense. What's the criteria? Gonna I, be I don't think he, again, I'm not going to speak for Cam. Cam has a show. He can, in a microphone, yeah. he can speak for himself. I think he just doesn't believe in Brock Purdy. It's like, just frankly speaking, he just doesn't believe in him. I think, because I defend Eli all the time when people are like, Eli's not a Hall of Famer. Eli's a Hall of Famer. He beat Tom Brady, the greatest to ever do it, in two Super Bowls and was Super Bowl MVP twice. And and no one would say that he was better than Tom Brady at those moments. So the argument of talent or game managers, why I said I don't care about being called a game manager. Sometimes that's all you need because the teams that good don't mess it up. A lot of games are lost. Are more games lost than they're won? All the time. So it's not a knock on Brock Purdy. It just sounds like it. And the reason that everybody is like, it's hate. I feel being pitched and no one feels comfortable paying him the most is because 
He is what he is. Just let him be that. But I, that's where what is I, that's where I you think I disagree. So you would take him over Joe Burrow. You think him no, and Joe Burrow no, are the same talent? No, and but Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's the third best quarterback in football. I'm not taking Lamar Jackson so over what, Joe Burrow. So you are, are you taking Brock Purdy over Joe Burrow? I mean, I mean, lost, uh, Lamar Jackson over Joe Burrow over uh, Brock, Brock Purdy? Purdy? Yeah, because I know regardless, Lamar Jackson going he's going to be. Regardless, Lamar Jackson will have you in the dance. Exactly. I do not think Lamar Jackson will win you the dance like I think Brock Purdy will win you. But Lamar Jackson will at least have you in the dance every time. Let's talk a little bit about where Cam is coming from because this is where I think Cam is coming from. Cam was like Joe Burrow. He was the numero uno, number one pick, which means you went to the worst football team. Mm -hmm. Cam Newton, when he do this, that means Superman. He took that team to the Super Bowl. Did he have good players around him? Absolutely. So I think Cam is programmed to like, I came to the worst team in football, and I had to carry a football team. And yes, over time, did we bring good players in, Luke Keekleys and all that? But I took this team to the Super Bowl, and a lot of times I had to put this team on my back. And I think that's where Cam is coming from when you talk about the talent of the quarterback spot and really having to carry a team or really not lose the game. Is that a knock on my man uh, Purdy? No. You went to a really good situation and you're playing at a really high level. It's no knock. But I think when you look at Cam to where he's coming from, I think that's where he's coming from. Like if you talk to Shady about running backs, he's an all-pro running back. Did it a special way. It's certain dudes. All decade. All decade running back. Did it a certain way. It's certain dudes that didn't have what Shady had that might have had some similar stats. But we know he ain't Shady. That's all I think Cam Newton is saying from his experience and what he had accomplished and what he came and the situation he was dealt when he came to Carolina. At what point, final question then, at what point will we reassess who Brock Purdy is? Can we Why do we time? need Why to? Why do we need to? Uh, right. He in the Super Bowl. I yeah. don't care how yeah. you play games. Yeah. I don't care what they're saying about you, Purdy. I don't care if you're a game manager. I don't care if you're a league quarterback. Why does it Why matter? Does it well, matter? Does I, think, it matter? I think it will matter in the next six months because it will be time to command the $200 million. So, so, so that's my thing. My thing is, is like none of this stuff matters until we talk about the money. Right, because if he wins the Super Bowl, like, like, give him his flower, give him his credit. He earned that. He didn't play. I, I thought he only had really one good drive against that Green Bay game. You yeah. may think different. No, I co-signed. But, but guess what? It, it, it worked, and they won the game. And guess what? When you win the game, who gets the credit for it? The coach and the quarterback. Give him his credit. I don't care how Brock Purdy looks as far as if he's the best. Is he, who cares about that? He's winning this, and his team's in the Super Bowl. But when it's kind of get paid, I asked you this question yesterday, and y'all was all mumbling and stumbling and thinking about it. <laughs> If I had to pay this guy at the top of the market and he won a Super Bowl, right? <laughs> are you doing it? You got to. I'm doing it, but I don't love that I have to. You see what I'm saying? Just think about that for a second, though. Doing uh, it, yes, I'm I like, yo, that. I'm doing this, but I really don't even feel comfortable doing it. That's, you know, your mama would tell you, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what is a really good comp to that? Because I just, you know, as I got Joe Flacco over here, Joe Flacco was kind of in the same boat as Purdy. You think they wanted to pay him? Declined the contract offer or whatever it may be, even though Purdy ain't declined nothing, but got hot in the playoffs and went and won the Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP. And I believe. And then after that, the highest And then then what? So, hold on, real quick. So, they, he just talked about it, deny all the offers that they gave Joe. Like, it probably was lower. Like, oh, this is what you really deserve, right? Yeah. They go on the run, they win a Super Bowl, yeah, right? They, so, now you have to sign a check. But no one they signed a check that was like, oh, right? That's, that's all good. Soon they signed a check. What he looked like after that? The real him show, I mean, 
But Shady, and here's my only here but hold on, hold on. Check and here say, on. Here's, <laughs> and here's my only, my only <laughs> say James Jones. Shady, my only, my only counter and my oh, only thought off that okay. is. Okay, oh, 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 let me, me, me dodge let me dodge it. Every quarterback, not every, 90% once they get paid and the team around them gets worse, get worse. Right. Like Joe Burrow's going to and you get know what worse. We, and you know what we do to them? What you mean, Joe? We criticize them. So, so and Brock Purdy is not exempt from that if so, that's the happen. So what, but what that's I'm, not hate. But it's Shady saying that, well, I'd be concerned about paying him because what will he look like after you pay him? Right. And I'm simply saying, I agree. But that is every quarterback no, that's, except that's Pat and John. No, that's not what I'm saying. What are you saying? What, <laughs> what I'm saying is that I think he's a good quarterback for his team, for his system. But I don't think he's good enough to be making the most money out of all the quarterbacks in the league. That's what I'm saying. Because when I pay a guy, when I pay a guy that much money, I'm like, yo, no matter what happens, no matter who we bring in, who we can't sign a fancy, no matter who we can re-sign our team. No matter who gets hurt. No matter who gets hurt, I know that we'll always have a chance with this quarterback because he's that good. But Shady, you said we we ain't moving on this yet. You said this. You said it's always the next next man up. I'm good. It's the next man up. It's the next man up. Uh Jalen Hurts got bread. Kyler Murray got bread. Okay. Russell Wilson became the highest paid. It was always the next man up, the next man up. Okay. Why now? Are you kind of saying oh, no, he no, should no, not? No, 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 okay. Was I excited when uh, Kyler Murray got paid? No, I didn't think he deserved that, right? Okay. Anytime you got to tell the quarterback, yo, <laughs> you got to watch this much tape to get paid. Like, I don't want him on, on getting paid on my team yeah. at the highest mark. Who else? Uh, I said Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts? Mm. Okay. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> good question. I thought, I thought Jalen got better each year. Like Brock Purdy. So, so giving him that paper... I could see how taking his team to the Super Bowl the way like he, Brock Purdy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> well, we don't know how Brock Purdy is going to play in the Super the Bowl. The way he looked in the Jaylen Super Bowl, played. I said sign that check. Before that Super Bowl, the game, I was like, okay, I think he's really good. He's getting better, right? He has a good team around him. He should get paid. I don't know if he's get top of the market. He get paid. That's just me being honest. Super Bowl game, I said, oh my God, if we gonna get this Jalen Hurts, sign off on it. Now this year, right? He didn't have a really good year. I, I can see how that can unfold because. Since day one, I didn't think he was, like, super great. I thought he got better and better and better until a really good quarterback. But we go down the list. Uh, Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. I always said that Dak should get paid. I never said that he shouldn't get paid. I didn't think he should get paid the top of the market, like the number one. But he should get paid good money. Jared Goff, he earned money. So mm-hmm. I'm fair when it comes to this thing. But they've all been number one. I mean, so, that's, that's how the game works. Fair, but all fair, I'm saying is for, for that team, it's like, yo, we look at our quarterback to lead us the way. When I look at the Brock Purdy, like, it's when I watch it, it don't seem like it's like, yo, go lead us. This victory. It's like, yo, let's just play in the system, be comfortable, collective, and let's win. Defense and offense. But what do you mean by getting worse, though? Like, do you mean, like, getting worse, team like, success. not getting to the Super Bowl? Yeah, team success and numbers. Team success. Like, got to be, like, not getting to the Super Bowl. Correct. You, when you say not success, like, Josh had, like, 50 touchdowns and something like that in his team in the playoffs. Dak Prescott played at an MVP level, so I just – getting years, worse means But I'm saying years later. Remember, after Dak Prescott got paid – they weren't that good. Remember, Joe Burrow, he got paid. Obviously, he got hurt. 12, 12 win, win. He got paid with Mike, right? Yeah. He got paid. 12 wins, he got paid wins, when he broke wins. his the yeah. he broke his leg. With Mike. The Correct. next year was with Coach Mike. I think next year was with Mike. Yeah, yeah. 12 yeah. wins, 12 wins, 12 wins. So that's why I'm saying what is, is not getting to the Super Bowl getting worse? Meaning his team didn't advance beyond what it had advanced to previously. Dak Prescott had previously, his rookie year when he was cheap, won 13 games, had an MVP yeah, but, vote, had a bye. What are, After he got paid, his, he, didn't, he didn't get any better we, individually we, or collectively. We cooked Dak Prescott. We give Jalen Hurts brought drag all season long. Why is anyone, and we don't know what's going to happen, but let's just say he doesn't look great or he looks whatever in, in the Super Bowl they don't win. Why up until this point? 
the feeling or conversation around Brock Purdy is hate or extreme. When those other guys do that, we criticize them. What is it? Everyone's saying Brock Purdy is talented. He's earned the space that he's in. He's super smart. He's won games. He's won games big. He's won games close. He's come back. He is what he is, and, and we're appreciating seeing him in, in the Super Bowl. No question. All we're saying is he ain't Patrick Mahomes. He ain't Josh Allen. He's not Joe Burrow. He's not Lamar Jackson. Cool. All those other guys we are critical of. We give them all kinds of hell. We don't give them no excuses for missing players. We don't give them the, the no it, excuses. Here's the difference. Here's the difference. Here's the difference. I know we got to go to break. The difference for me is this. Last year when Jalen Hurts did what he did, which is the same thing that Brock Purdy is doing now, Jalen Hurts was in our top five conversation. Mm. I was on the desk with mm. all of us. We can pull the tape during commercial break. And we had Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson wasn't in that conversation. Oh. We can pull the foxwriters.com at this network, and we can see where they had Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts did last year what Brock Purdy did this year, but for whatever reason, Jalen Hurts did it, and he was a top-five quarterback unanimously in all of our minds. Brock Purdy's done it, and he is what he is. He is what, that, that to me, think, is a point think, of tension. That, 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 you think the effect that, that Jalen Hurts had on the league last year is the same thing Brock has this year? That's what I, that's what I believe. I believe that the Eagles were just as talented last year, because we all said that, yeah. as the Niners were this year. The Eagles got to a Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts got to a Super Bowl. And I think everyone really feels like Brock Purdy is one of, the best, one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback in the NFC right now. I'll I mean, go to like, break on that. Who, I'll go to break on that. But I'm just saying, who, 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 like, even are, if he was at gonna, the bottom are we gonna he's in the Super Bowl, why does it like, matter? I don't think it so. I, w- I won't put him as a top. He's one of the top. He's one of the top. Right. I, I, would, I, would, I would take Dak in front of him. I would take... Uh, Golf in front of him. Jesus, Shady, don't do this. I would me. take Jordan Love in front of him. Having a good block, Shady. I'm, in, I'm just being honest, though. Yeah. I mean, but he's in the top five in the don't, conference. Don't 30, there's only 16 quarterbacks in the conference. <laughs> right, right. So he's in the top 33%. I, I'm saying, but like, I, I, we got to go to break. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you hate them picks? Yes. I don't, but I, we got to go to break. I mean, hate them picks? Yeah, you're top 16 quarterbacks. I mean, the Super Bowl. Congrats. Bro. When we return, like, <laughs> should Cowboys fans be confident for next season? They lost to defensive coordinator who just became the head coach of the Washington Commanders. These Brock Purdy conversations, but I'll tell you what. I mean, if you all say he's Patrick Mahomes, you hate him. Don't forget, you can check us out every day, Fox Sports Channel, Sirius XM. Yo, I'll be nervous to see Jordan Love on that awesome team. I'm playing on my Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's get the second and short. Cowboys, they lost the defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn. It is shocking. Remember, the Cowboys defense was number one in takeaways cumulatively the last three years. He was the architect of the Legion of Boom. Had number one overall defenses in Seattle, number one in takeaways in Dallas. Well, earlier this week, Gary Jones said, quote, his team will be all in when it comes to key contracts this offseason. We've talked about it. C.D. Lamb has to get paid. Michael Parsons has to get paid. Dak Prescott has to get paid. Trayvon Diggs coming back off an injury. Zach Martin. Zach Martin is going to want to get paid once again. He held out last year. And now the Cowboys lost the defensive mastermind, Dan Quinn. Joy, should the Cowboys be confident next season, Cowboys fans? I think they'll be confident that they're a playoff team. They usually are. So if that's the standard, I know. the standard right now. They don't think it's the standard. <laughs> yeah. 
But, yeah, I think they should be confident that they're a playoff team. But that's that's not really what we're talking about, right? Like, this was the year that I was I was a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. I was like, man, you know what? The Cowboys, they might make me a liar. You know? They might make me a liar this year. Jack Prescott is playing at MVP level. Dan Quinn, obviously, has an unbelievable defense. There's talent everywhere. you got C.D. Lamb. Everyone, everyone's great. Uh, Mike McCarthy, he's got the number one offense. And Dak Prescott playing a super high level. And what happened? The same thing that always happens. It's scientific at this point. You know, it's a joke. But the, the, the Dallas Cowboys cycle of, of what happens every single year and every single year, we get to one point and then it leads to the next and then it goes to the next. As you can see, Julie it is a scientific cycle. cycle. <laughs> Thank you to whoever made this on social media. I had to add one to it, though, because in between we them boys, it's our year and choking in the playoffs. Everyone's telling all of us that we're crazy for not believing in them, that they're not going to do the exact same thing that they always do. <laughs> so true. if I'm the Cowboys... I'm, I'm confident that we'll be in the playoffs. And you know what? You can't win a Super Bowl if you don't make the playoffs. And there are lots of teams that would be happy to just make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they should be confident about that. So there's definitely a caveat. Yeah, they should be confident because, number one, everybody knew Dan Quinn was going to get a job. Yeah. Even Micah said, man, it's the last ride. You know, like everybody knew. So if the Cowboys are not prepared, knowing that Dan Quinn was going to leave, then that's their fault. But the main thing is, is... You lose Dan Quinn, which is fine. But for me, it's more about the roster of the defense. You know, like, I'm not going to be extremely confident that this is going to be a Super Bowl team until they address the linebacker position. That was the weakness of the team. Van Der Esch got hurt. These, these guys got hurt, and they didn't have no answer. They tried to go get Shaq Leonard, but he, did, he signed with the Eagles. But they didn't have no answer. And we've seen every team ran the ball down the throats of the, of the Cowboys. All right, so until they address that linebacker position... I don't know how confident we're going to be in this defense. I don't care who the defensive coordinator is. They got to address those needs. Yeah, I'm not confident. I'm not super confident, Shady. I'm not confident, Joy, because Dan Quinn is brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Number one in takeaways. The most important thing in the game of football is the actual football. You were number one in takeaways while Dan Quinn was there as your defensive coordinator. Dan Quinn, he was the architect of, architect of the Legion of Boom, which to me was like the greatest defense of the post-2010 era. So I'm not confident that you can just replace the defensive coordinator, think you're going to be fine. When I think about how he utilized Michael Parsons, how he helped utilize Deron Bland, Trayvon Diggs, when I think about what he was able to do with that defense the last three or four years, it just means the team's going to get worse. And how can you afford for the team to get worse when they already weren't the best? I don't think they have that luxury, 2-5. They'll be fine. I think they'll be a good, t- a good team. Uh, last two years, he's won, what, Mike has won 12 games in a row, mm-hmm. right? So I'll say they'll continue to be um, a good team, right? You still got Michael Parsons. You still got Dak Prescott. I think uh, Dak's really, really good in the regular season. <sighs> Trayvon Diggs is coming back, right? Good offensive line. They'll be a good team, like they always are. I, the main issue is I don't think it's going to be Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn's a really good coach. <laughs> it's every, that quarterback. Oh, I hate to say it, bro. You, it's, and I don't want to say like I'm coming at him, but I am. It's like, yo, you, you can't win the big game with him. If you watched that last game, what was against the Packers? They should win that game. Playing against mm-hmm. an inexperienced Packer team, right? You at Dallas were, were, were y'all like unbeatable. They didn't just lose though. Mm. What you gonna do? It feels like a while ago, but when you throw, that no, a, no, I was yesterday. That was a yo. You can't, you can't throw picks and you can't turn pick sixes. You can't do that and win games with playoffs after you've been playing elite, elite, elite football, okay. MVP type game. So as much as we want to talk about Dan Quinn, Michael Parsons, all the other defensive players and all that. The real question is, what you going to do at quarterback? Because one thing that Jerry Jones always says, and, and I like Jerry Jones. Let's get that straight. I think he is a man of his word. He said, yo, the only way 
we're going to go to the chip is through Dak Prescott. We go as far as Dak takes us. And he said, you know where Dak took us? That's where we lost. So unless you're going to move on number four, Four going to be there. Yeah, four going to be there. <laughs> so they'll make the playoffs. And the postseason, they're going to be here with us. Yep. Mm. That's how it works. Well, speaking of people that aren't going to be there, Bill Belichick, he's not going to be on any <laughs> team this season. <laughs> I, did I tell you? Boy, that boy, I told you. Boy, Bill Belichick, me. Maybe the greatest coach of all time in shocking what? fashion did not get hired. We're literally witnessing history, and this show has to talk about it. How in the world is a six-time Super Bowl champ passed over? What are we going to comment on that one? Next on Speak. The gig's up, bro. We know who you really is. <laughs> As we celebrate Black History Month, I'd like to highlight Irv Cross. When I was a young boy, my go-to show every Sunday was the NFL Today. Not only did I love the highlights and the analysis, but I loved the fact that the show featured Irv Cross. Cross, who made two Pro Bowls in his nine seasons with the Eagles and the Rams, was the first African-American to work as a full-time sports analyst for a national network. Seeing Cross alongside Brent Musburger, Phyllis George, and Jimmy the Greek Snyder let me know there was a place in sports for African-Americans beyond the playing field. It was then that I began dreaming of one day becoming a sportscaster. Cross was one of the most prominent NFL voices from 1975 to 1990. He died in 2021 at the age of 81, having paved the way for myself and all the other commentators, analysts, and reporters of color you see on the airwaves today. All right, family, back to speakers. We get to third and long. All eight head coaching vacancies have been filled, but there is a noticeable and glaring omission. Bill Belichick did not get one of those eight coaching vacancies. With that being said, who's won six Super Bowls? How in the world does he get passed up on 2-5? One of the greatest coaches, if not the greatest coaches, by many people's summation, ever. And James Jones, he isn't even a head coach this season. What you make of Bill Belichick not being hired? You know, um, I... I think this is a young man's game, and I think it's an energy game, right? Even when you look at Harbaugh, who just went to the Chargers, you look at him, a lot of energy. When you're Bill Belichick and you're coming in there and you're saying, hey, man, I want this power and this and that power and that, and I want to be able to do this and do that, and people are looking at what you accomplished the last two years in New England, and not even wins-wise, developmental-wise, what your players look like. And it's not good, right? So for me, as a coach, to come in there, you probably, I mean, I'm just imagining the interviews. I'm not saying the interview bad or none of that. But I'm just imagining him going in there and then a young coach coming behind him with that different energy. I think this is a young man's game. Um, And with Bill Belichick, you truly got to look at the development of the players. He has not developed any players over the last two or three years. Mm. And if you're taking over a young organization... Right, and it's not a veteran organization. You got to be able to show people that over these last couple of years, you can develop these young players. And he has not shown that with six Super Bowls, he has not shown over the last couple of years I'm capable of doing that. And I think that's why mm. he doesn't have a job yet. He's aged out of the NFL, but not because Ooh. of his literal age. He he just he hasn't up. updated his software. He, we can't we can't airdrop him. He got the old phone. Passed him by. You know, he, he doesn't want to update how he does things. Got, possibly. Like, he's still on MySpace, you saying? He, yeah. <laughs> like, he don't know about Twitter, X, he, he don't know about Instagram. About X, yeah. He can't figure out Snapchat. It's not about it's not about the technology, though. It's about the way the game is played. It's about 
how players are coming into the game. It's how players respond to coaches. It's how players are coached at a younger level going into it. I'm an old-school person. You know, I don't like to be yelled at. But I've been through, you know, some, some versions of stuff that I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 20-year-old ain't doing that. They're not doing that. And, and it's probably wiser that we don't do things that way. These kids have, have had development coaches. They're talking about NIL deals. Yeah, They're coming yeah, into the league, money. famous before they ever even get there, and not, in a, and not just from a football sense. There's a way you have to talk to people. It's just a completely different world. And part of that does lead to development. And if you don't have the, re- the resume as of late to show that you can develop young players, and he's coming off of a, a horrible season. It's not like he's about to take a year off and everyone's chasing after him. They let him go from a place, let's be honest, it was a, it was a mutual decision, but we know what it was, from somewhere that he won six Super Bowls. Yeah. Listen, I say all the time, I don't need you to be nice, but you do got to be confident. Mm-hmm. You can be mean if you want to if you get the job done. But you ain't getting the job done, and don't nobody want to deal with you. That's not a good recipe. That's, that's, that's tough. Hey, <laughs> I've been telling y'all this. I'm not surprised. I told y'all the truth with the Patriots, why they were winning them championships. Let's imagine this for a second. You got Bill Belichick coming to interview for your job, right? You're the owner, you're the GM, right? Y'all, y'all set up the, the, the whole game plan. We're going to ask him, we're going to do it. And you get excited because it is Bill Belichick. Since winning the championship, you know, he got the, the, the post-game interviews be different. He, he, he does the one-word answers. People love that, right? He gets to the, he sits down. He's like, we're like, Bill, man, we're happy to have you there. You know, how can you change our franchise? And, and, and they're going to ask this next question. They're going to say, man, you won six championships. Like, what did you do to, to, to accomplish that? How can you do that for us? And the answer is going to be, Tom Brady! Because <laughs> without Tom Brady, I can't win! The 18 seasons he had with Tom Brady, he went to the playoffs 17 times. The, what, 11 seasons without Tom Brady, you went to the playoffs two times. That's who you really are, right? He's always bragging around. He's when Chase would say, no days off, little brother. You got a lot of time, a lot of days off now. The gig is up. Take the mask off. We know who you really are. You the same coach before Tom Brady, you wasn't winning. You the same coach without Tom Brady, you're not winning. You're the same coach when you was with the Browns. You wasn't winning. This is who he is. So now I feel like the world knows. You, you can't adapt. Think about this, though. When you ever, like, watch Andy Reid and all the older coaches when they, when they win games, they win playoff games, like, they celebrate with their, with, their, with their players. They do little dances like they just having fun with them. You don't see that with Bill. I can't even relate to you. And you 70. So you 70 plus and I can't relate to you. You don't show no growth and no development. None of my players. Why would I want you to be the coach of my team? People, they, 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 they fall in love with the resume and who he is and what he's accomplished. But you all look bigger. You all look deeper in that. When I was with the Bills, I said that. I said, yo, me and Rex Ryan, I say this story all the time. Me and Rex Ryan was in the hot tub. Sounds a little weird, pause. But it was like he's the only coach I've ever been in the hot tub with. Anyway. And we was like, yeah, they always praise Bill Belichick. If you don't have Tom Brady, who is he really? He's not a winner. I've been through that. I played in the division. And now the world can see it. So you ask me, are you surprised he's not a head coach? No, I'm not surprised. It's about damn time. The truth is out. Mm. But, he should, but he should golf. Go holler at Nick Saban. Go kick it with Nick Saban. Get on TV. Like, we would love to see you, Bill. <laughs> but with the headsets and call the plays and all that, we over that. Them days oh, is over he with. Does, he just dug Bill up, didn't he? I mean, that's what it is, though. It's not like when, <laughs> oh, when, I, when I think of, of high-level coaches and, and their aging, 
What is it? What is it that you're changing about what you do? You gotta change. You gotta adapt, or you gotta know when to walk away. If you don't want to change, I'm. Uh, that, that's cool too. But you have to know when to walk away. You can't have it both ways. The one thing in life that is inevitable is change. Yep, you yep. can't control it. You Talk can't stop it. it. You can complain about it. You can become grumpy about it. But the whole rest of the world gonna yeah. pass you by. Enjoy, enjoy your, you know, your hole that you're staying in. We're gonna be over here doing things completely different. And if you want to stay in it and you want to win then you have to do that. It doesn't mean that you need to change everything about who you are. But philosophically speaking, and literally the way the game is played has changed. And to your point about Tom Brady, that can't be, he not coming back. So you go into, you go into a meeting and you're talking about how you did everything and your, your philosophies and how you would, how, how did that work for you the last couple of years? You had a young quarterback. A young quarterback that, honestly, like, I don't know what, what Mac Jones is or he isn't, but I don't think he's as bad as he's been. I don't think that. I think that they really good rookie year. Yeah, yeah, I think that they they messed up the development of him. Mm-hmm. On top of that, you you do you go against your philosophy for one second, doing a bunch of weird stuff, signing a bunch of really expensive players. It's just it's tough to look at the resume as of late and say that he is somebody that you would want to bring into an organization, particularly when you look at his age, to say that this is somebody who's going to be here for the next ten years and get us where we need to go. Can I ask one before you go? I want ask you one question though. Do y'all think this is who he really was the whole time? That's what I was, that's what I was thinking. I, was, I literally wrote down, do you have to change or were you just never that good? This is who and he the, is. the reason I wrote that down is because... Can't do that. Why can't we hold do on, that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. The, See, reason, you, the reason I say that is because mm-mm. I don't think Andy Reid changed. I, as Joy was talking, I was like, Andy didn't change. He ain't changed. Shady's known Andy since 2009. I've known him since 2012. Andy always had characters that were personalities, and he always let them be their personalities. Go back to T.O. Andy always Andy had gets second chances, too. Andy, get, and like, Andy, I'm just saying, Andy hasn't changed. I don't think Jim Har- John Harbaugh, the coach of the Ravens, and when he did change, it didn't work. When he stopped focusing on defense and started focusing on offense, when he stopped drafting defensive players and started focusing on drafting mm. first-round picks, it didn't work. He had the number 19 defense three years ago. It didn't work. When he got back to who he was, it worked. I don't, I don't, I literally wrote down as Joy was talking. I'm like, do you have to change or were you just never that good? So it's funny, Shady, you interrupted my thought. Andy Reid didn't change. Harbaugh didn't change. Pete Carroll didn't change. Now, to our point, Pete Carroll lost the goodness of Russell Wilson and he lost Earl Thomas and he lost Richard Sherman, but I, I, I don't know. Which one of those coaches has six Super Bowls? Exactly. Which one of them coaches got Tom Brady? I hear you. Exactly. I hear you, but that, but but at the end of the day, there's not going to be an asterisk next to that, and we can. Why not? You don't, y'all don't think going forward, people going to talk about this? No, I don't. Yo, I, th- I think when yo, he goes into the Hall of Fame, we're going to talk about how he won six so, championships. We're going to talk I, about how he drafted Brady and right. Gronk and Seymour and yeah. Vince Wilfork and Edelman and McCourty and Jamie Collins and Sante Samuel and Deion Branch and Logan Umekin and Stephen Garkowski right. and um, Gerard Mayo, who's now the coach, yeah. and Nate Solder and Dante Hightower. We're going to talk about what he did at the Can't beginning of Tom's career, and we're going to talk about how they won six when championships I was, together. When I was bringing this up about uh, Belichick, nobody else was talking about it, about Tom Brady, the real reason why. Now's all you see now. Everybody's a question mark. Was it Tom or was it Bill, right? Yeah. Or am I tripping? So as much as I want to give him credit for all this great championships he's won, now look at y'all faces, though. Look how y'all looking. Though. Look how y'all acting. Because y'all don't know really. I'm looking no, I, crazy. I What I'm saying is, because on, on one hand, y'all saying he needs to change. He just all that, right? And on the other hand, oh, he did so much success with the Patriots. What's the, no, re- no, no, no. What's the real common factor here? Asked, the real common me. factor here, right, is that you've been with the Patriots for all these years, right? Before you got with, with Tommy, you was a loser. Stop me if I'm wrong. Yes or no? So what's the loser? Hold on, hold on. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. 
Before you had Tom Brady, when you was the head coach of the Browns, was he a winner, James Jones? Not with the Browns, no. Joey Taylor, was he a winner? No. Okay. Well, ask me, ask me. He wasn't a winner with the Browns or the Patriots before Tom Brady. Now, <laughs> Thank you, brother. I just wanted to clarify. Then you so, get... B- b- like the Super Bowls, of course. No, he wasn't a winning, like, a above win- 500. Yeah. He wasn't good. Right, because he's, he's, he's under 500 as, without Tom Brady as a winner. Okay, so then you give the Patriots, right? And then this guy from Michigan came and saves the day, right? Now you start winning championships. Soon he leaves. Woo, he leaves. Mm-hmm. You back to being a losing coach. Am I wrong for saying that? I think it's not wrong, but it's, it's limiting. An, it's it's answer, not wrong, but it's limiting. I just limiting. need y'all to answer the question. In court, we can't do all this. In court, it's like, yo, is he a losing no, coach? Wait, we, court, I, we want to talk, so keep going. Go ahead. You said without Tom Brady, he's a losing coach. The second time, the second time around. Because the first time around, he was a loser. So he gets Tom, he wins, then he Tom leaves. Yeah. Is, he a loser? is he a loser now? Yeah. Joey? It, it's, it's not a, a zero-sum game to me. If, if, what's his record then? It, your, is, it a, question, is, it a, is it a winning that, record or is it a losing that record? The triggered this conversation was, was he always bad? Is that what you wrote? Did you change or were you always this bad? Is he a, is a winning or a losing record without Tom Brady before and then after he had Tom? Losing. No one is saying that most of the credit doesn't go to Tom Brady. Not most. That's it all. Well, so hold on. That's, hold that's on. where we disagree. Hold on, because I think that I think that ninety percent no, 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 of it no, 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 no. does. But you no, know what? No. I also I also think I think consistency matters. I think defense matters. I think drafting and developing players matters. Which mm-hmm. while he didn't do that towards the end of his career, which is why I say he aged out of the NFL at the beginning of the, of the time that Tom Brady was there, they had all kinds of great players. Uh, He's responsible for for it, it, is, is coaches develop, uh, responsible for development, or are they not? Do you see him develop, develop players listen, now? Listen. I'm not talking about now, Shady. You, I, I'm talk, saying, I've said, again, everything I've is, said that he is not, as of late, which no, is why no, no, he's no. not hired right now, he's not developing players. He hasn't aged out. The and NFL has what, changed. You used to be able to build a team with defense and win bro, a Super Bowl. You can't still, do that anymore. That sounds it's cool. tough, though, really? because the top three teams left, number one defense, number two defense, number four defense. And you want to talk about Brock Purdy as one of the top NF quarterbacks in the NFL, and the one, the man he's playing is <laughs> one of the so greatest good, players good. that we've yeah. ever seen in the history of the And they got the, the number, sport. they got hold the on, number two defense on, in football. I just can't say. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> we, can, we cannot do this to up. Bill Belichick. I and I understand why. Hold on. And I understand why he does not have a job right now because of so what, what has happened these last couple years. Understood. We cannot take away what he has accomplished in this game because even when he was with Tom. Brady, the main thing everybody used to talk about when Tom was getting those Super Bowl rings was he had a top five, top ten defense every single time. The last Super Bowl he won with the Rams, 13 to 3. 13 to 3. So what we so so how does well, Bill not have about, nothing to do about with this Tom, though? No, we talked so, about Tom. I was, I, I so, was in Bruh. the business. The I was in the business. I've been in the business since 2007. So if we talk about what fans were talking about, what players were talking about, we were talking about on air. So we talk about we talking about one to get the Super Bowl. So you got a whole lot of games to play to get there. So you're not gonna tell me that we're not disrespectful. We say what it is. Disrespectful. All right, how about this? Before we leave, I'm gonna just leave it like this, right? Because they're so disrespected. Before Tom Brady's under 500 winning coach. After Tom Brady, he's an under 500 winning coach. Y'all do the math. Your greatest Y'all coach do the of math. all time in Andy Reid, he has plenty of more championships then. Like, how are we taking that away from what this man accomplished? I want to revisit this conversation, but I don't know if we no can. Matter, no matter what. What am I teasing, people? Uh, what am I, y'all keep saying? Andy Reid will always be a good coach. Okay. 
Ken will always be a good coach. Let's we'll we'll defense. We'll return. Is who's the best player in the game not named Patrick Mahomes? Super Bowl is upcoming, and we got to lift out our best players of the game that aren't that named. I don't want to talk about Brock Purdy or Patrick Mahomes. Y'all media, media fool, man. Clearly, they're both there. Y'all media fool. That man accomplished that. Y'all media fool. I mean. All right, family, there will be a lot of stars on the field in that Super Bowl between the Chiefs and the Niners, but I got to give y'all my pick six. Who are the six best players in that football game? Swing it over to the big board, and I'll tell you. We already know who number one is, Patrick Mahomes. At number two, y'all know what time it is. I'm going with my dog, Fred Warner. At number three, Killer Trav, Travis Kelsey. At number four, Christian McCaffrey. At number five, a defensive monster, Chris Jones. And at number six, offensive tackle, Trent Williams. I was hesitant. I thought about excluding linemen because they're not sexy picks, but I got to give credit where the credit due. Trent, Chris, McCaffrey, Kelsey, Warner, Patrick Mahomes. Now, we know that Patrick Mahomes is obviously everybody's best player in the foot, in the game. So the question, Shady, is who's the best player on the field not named Patrick Mahomes? Mm. Now, I had Trent Williams, but my producer said I can't do Lyman because Pat or Trent Williams is probably... AJ. What? Why can't you do Trent Williams? Because Trent, Trent Williams and Mahomes are kind of close. They super close. People might not like that, but they're they're real close. Yeah, but why can't you say that? Though? Why can't I mean, you say it's a lineman. It's a lineman. He worth 71. Like, who wants to talk I about that? You. Anyway, I'm going with Christian McCaffrey, right? And I'm not being boxed. I'm a running back. I'm just being honest. That's fair. The, the brother had 2,000 yards. When you say scrimmage. brother, what do you mean? All pro. <laughs> my running back brother. Oh, I didn't, my, all, my all pro brother. brother. Okay, yeah, better. I didn't know. It's my, it's my boy. I didn't, but you said brother. I didn't know. I, I, I man, man, go way back. My okay, mom or his mom. He know from Auntie Dabby's side. Yeah. Fair. Okay. So anyway. He had, what, tw over 20 touchdowns this year? Like, this dude is the, the, the real deal. Every time the Niners are in a, 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 a standoff or a stall with the offense, they go to Christian McCaffrey. He's that type of guy. You win with him. That's why they made this trade to go get him. He can catch the ball. He can run the ball. Whatever you need, he's going to do that for you. So, I love Christian McCaffrey. I done went Trent Williams. Three. One, one B okay. from Patrick Mahomes. Mm. But I'm going uh, CMC. Who you, you talking about like this year? Yeah. It got to be him because I really want to do Kelsey. But if you're talking about this, this year, year, you got to get a Who CMC. Who would you have gone after CMC? Uh, throw my list back up there, can we? Can you throw my list back up there? You got Debo, you got Ayuk, I have Fred, I have you, I have Kelsey. You're not you going to like this. You, you not going to like this. Oh. I'm going Sneed. Ladarius Sneed's a hell of a player. That's a good one. I watched him match him That's on one-on-ones one. all year. I watched him go against Travis or, um, um, Tyreek Hill. That's a hard guard. One-on-one, -on -one, he jammed him up. I watched him against A.J. Brown, another all-pro. So when you ask me these questions, I watch the tape. Yeah. And I love, I love Ladarius Sneed. He would be my number three. I also went with Christian McCaffrey, but I agree with you on Trent Williams. On. You know, I, I was campaigning for Trent Williams would be MVP this Trent's year. Trent's a beast. He's yeah, incredible. Dog. But I would go with Christian McCaffrey because I feel like if Christian McCaffrey doesn't have a big game, I don't know how they win this, this Super Bowl. You're not, talk, you're not talking to him. You're talking to us. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, well, I coach you know, They got that Brock, that Brock Purdy. <laughs> that Brock Purdy yeah. win anything no, now. I, mean, I think Brock's going to have to have a good game as well. But Christian McCaffrey, we didn't really even talk enough about Christian McCaffrey. I feel like this whole... This whole postseason, he's he was incredible. Uh, he's a huge part of the reason why they're here. And uh, as, as you're talking talent, whatever, ta are you the most talented? Are you the best player? Like, Christian McCaffrey is just, he's like that. So, I got to go, Christian. Yeah, I, I think this one is very close, too. As an offensive player, I, I do believe defense wins championships. When Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> had the ball with a minute and 30 seconds. Where you at, James Jones? Um, Where you at? Jamal Williams made a big-time play on Where you at, down. James Jones? Defense wins championship. Who you Chris got? Chris Jones. Who blocking him? Chris Jones, nice. I hear a lot of people say, the Niners' offensive line is good. No, it's not. Trent good. The Niners' offensive line ain't good. That's true. And you know who Trent ain't blocking? Chris 95. Jones. Yep. Because he and. 
the middle of the defense. Mm-hmm. Right? He had that D tackle. He's not coming off the edge like Michael oh, Parsons and them boy. So the pocket is about to get collapsed. Quickly. We've seen what this defense Quickly. did. Patrick Mahomes is in another Super Bowl, I think. A big reason why is the defense. Joy Joy, the defense playing at a high level. <laughs> Sneed punched that ball out, you know, Zay Flowers. We see my man walk the guard back to Lamar Jackson, hit Lamar Jackson. He threw the ball off the back of the boy head. The defense play gave up 13 points, right? Yeah. 13 points in the ball game. I think Chris Jones is unblockable. The Niners are going to have trouble blocking Chris Jones, and I think he has an opportunity right. to wreck this football <clears throat> game on the defensive side of the football, and he is going to be a problem for the 49ers. I got my man Chris Jones. Defense wins championships. There's a lot of stars in this game. Mm-hmm. You ain't want to say Fred? No, I actually was going to ask you a question because you had Fred real high up there. I'm I'm, I'm on Fred's side, but Chris would have been up there probably where Fred at. Nah, true story. I had Kelsey at two. Okay. But then I found out uh, none of y'all had Kelsey at two. So I didn't feel bad about moving Fred back up. I had him tied at two. Yeah, Kelsey's nice, though. I had to move him back up. Yeah, I think, um, truth be told, Kelsey's experience is why I honestly had Kelsey at two. I mean, Kelsey going to get busy in the Super Bowl. And at the end of the day, who going to guard him? You can't put Ward on him. I love Fred Warner. I do. I do. But you're going to have to put Fred on. Like, I'm scared. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, yeah, you can't put no linebacker on him. I mean, Kyle Hamilton had the best chance. And didn't even and that, have, a and that, and have a chance. And he didn't have a chance. Oh, you're not surprised. Anytime, anytime you walk into the game with a billionaire, you're going to give a million dollars worth of game when you get in that that's field. True, that's true. Are you tripping? I didn't think about that. Oh, man, I didn't listen. think about that. Look, I didn't think, like, because giving a million dollar work is easy when you got a bit. Uh, I didn't. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I walked in there with a billion on my hand, on my arm. So it's arm. easy to give. Uh, get on the field. I'm like, you want millions? You can have that's that. Easy. That's easy. He's doing. That's why he went on the field. Bro. Shady be educating me. I didn't. I didn't do that math. You know what that means? What that mean? Go get you a. Later. Holla. <laughs> Family. When we return, eight teams have new head coaches in the NFL. But which one are we excited most excited about? Who's the best fit? Got a lot of big names to talk about. Cannot wait to discuss it. Who got it right? And who got it wrong? Next on Speak. Harbaugh, Quinn, Morris, Mayo, Pierce, amongst others. The head coaching vacancies have been filled up. Who got it right? Who got it wrong? Family, as we get to the death, let's talk about it. James Jones, I'm most excited for your answer. I know you're very near and dear to one of the people on the screen. Which head coach are you most excited about? Front center right there. Ray! Man, it's Antonio Pierce. And the main reason is, is we ain't seen what none of these dudes finna look like. Antonio Pierce gave us a taste of what it is going to look Ooh, like under whoa. him. I pause. If y'all want me to say pause, my goodness. Thank God. All right. What it's going to look like. What it's going to look like under him, right? We've seen this team look better in all phases under AP. And the Raider Nation is excited about him being able to be the head coach. I'm looking forward to seeing how this is going to look and what he looks like being the full-time guy starting week one. I would also like to get a taste, no pause, of (laughs) what some of these teams look like with their new coaches. I'm excited about a lot of these hires. But I'm really excited about Gerard Mayo and Raheem Morris. I did not think that the Falcons were serious this year. Got a lot of hate for it, and turns out I was super right about that. I think this is a great hire for them. I want them to develop a young, exciting team that's a winnable division. So I think that hire is great. And we're talking about a very highly debated coach who was there for over 20 years uh-huh. and the coach of a dynasty leaving. A he accomplished a lot. What is that going to look like without him? 
I mean, we're about to witness a transition in history mm -hmm. with the Patriots, so I can't wait to see what happens there also. I'm excited about it. I'm a Harbaugh. Harbaugh for me. Beginning Ooh, Harbaugh to end for me. That's the, that's the only one I am, like, most excited about. Nobody else comes close because I know how much of a winner Harbaugh is. He went in the NFL level with the San Francisco 49ers, helped resurrect Alex Smith's career, helped turn Colin Kaepernick into having a career. Then you go to college, and Michigan couldn't sniff a Big Ten title, let alone a national title, and you win one. It's all hardball for me. What he was able to do with a college quarterback and J.J. McCarthy, I don't think that highly of. What he was able to do with Alex Smith, who the Niners didn't think that highly of, what y'all think he going to do with Herbert, which the whole world thinks highly of? I can't wait to see what Harbaugh can do. I do not believe that Justin Herbert is a winner. I do believe that Jim Harbaugh is the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate winner. So I can't wait to see if Harbaugh can turn Herbert into something that he's not proven to be able to be. Mm, some good ones, some good ones. All right, I wanted to do AP, yeah. but I knew you were going to take him. Um, I'm going to go with Mike McDonald, mm -hmm. right? And this is the reason why. When you think of the, the, the success of the Seahawks, what was it? Defense. It was defense. It was getting down dirty defense. And in the last two years, he's the number one defense in Baltimore and number three defense in Baltimore. That's what the DNA is of Seattle. And he's 36 years old. He's young, right? Imagine having your coach that's really locked in, that's focused, that's smart, that can relate to you. The last coach was 71, Pete Carroll. I mean, he's a good dude, got a lot of energy, but they ain't the same. 36? Listen, Rook, I know you won't go out. Take care of your little field and come back ready to work. So I love the move. I think he's an excellent coach. And another thing is, like, uh, Tom Brady taught me this. When you want to learn about a player, right, or a coach, read the news clippings of, of his players that coach that played with him or coaches that coach with him. And Kyle, Shaham, Kyle Hamilton said this at the Pro Bowl. He said, yo, he might be young. He's the smartest guy I've ever been around. He's the smartest guy in the room. When you got guys like that, no and I do other business other than this TV thing, yeah. keep smart people around you and you will have success. Yeah. I love the Dan Quinn hire also. Dan Quinn's another good one. I do. I think. Why you a, like that one? Because I think that they he he's a beast. He's a he's a great coach. Also, I think he's a great coach. But also, they, they need a they need an identity. Like they need a culture there. They got they had a lot going on the past couple yeah, years. That's true. Like yeah, he's yeah. he's a he's a respected guy. We know what he's able to accomplish. You know what kind of coaching staff he's able to put around him. Yeah. He's had some. Pretty good coaching tree. The Dan Quinn one, I hate. That's what's, well, that's why? what's interesting why you loved it. Why? why? Because the commanders are already predisposed to a good offense. Yeah. So I would have just leaned into what you've already leaned into. Remember, last year they traded away Chase Young. They traded away Montez Sweat. Yeah. But the cupboard is still full on offense because you still got Scary Terry. You still got Jahan Donson. You still got two running backs, Gibson included. So I would have just leaned in to where you already good as opposed to now you're going to get a defensive-minded head coach but your defense, the cupboard is empty, and you made it empty. But he's, he's, pretty, good. he's pretty good at putting coordinators around him. I he mean. is. But, but remember when he lost Kyle Shanahan, because yeah. he only had Shanahan. Once he lost Shanahan, everything crumbled. They weren't great with before Shanahan, and they definitely yeah, weren't good the after the Shanahan. The commanders, to me, need a whole lot more than just uh, an offensive head coach. Like, mm -hmm. they, need, they need stability. They need an identity. And I, I think Dan Quinn is somebody that can bring that to them. Really quick. I got it because we on coaches. Uh, kind of a fun question. Which Harbaugh gets they gets to the Super Bowl and wins first? First. Mm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you have to talk about Herbert. I don't. I, Here's the mic. How is it possible? I don't. Jim. So Jim, Jim, <clears throat> Jim Harbaugh takes the charge. You said first. Yeah. I, I don't think. Who's getting, who's getting who's to the Super Bowl? Who's getting to the Super Bowl first? First. I don't think either. 
That, that's what I want to say. Okay, time. but that wasn't the question. That's what I want to say. Well, if I had to say one, that's not the, that's not the hypothetical. Yeah. One is going to lose one championship yeah. every year to Mahomes, and the other ones in a conference with Mahomes. He, I mean, y'all know that's going to shake out. So if you had to pick one, you had to pick, you got to play this game. I mean, just 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 throw a name under. I got one. Harbaugh. Shady, <laughs> oh, you stupid. Crazy, <laughs> Family, when we return, Kevin Durant, he made his return to Brooklyn, but then Brooklyn. defended his time with the Nets. Got a lot to say about his response. Kevin Durant chimed in about whether or not his tenure in Brooklyn was a success or a failure, and his response was very interesting. That's next on Speak. Kevin Durant, he made his return to Brooklyn for the first time, but this time it was at a, as a Phoenix Sun. He got a tribute video, and his sons got the win. KD spent nearly four years in Brooklyn, but didn't get past the conference semis. After the game, he pushed back on the notion that his time there was a failure. Take a look. I mean, I like to look at success as, like, the individuals, what you did as an individual and how you can bring that as a team, as an individual. Team success is a different thing, but you like to put the team, the team how the team does. You like to put that on you know, one of the best players and call it a failure. But when you look at the work. If you want to talk about me individually, you just look at the work that I put in here. Shady, I didn't like that response. <laughs> I didn't. It's funny. I, I get why I said it, but when your team, which you are brought to elevate, does not succeed, well, then you got to start focusing on yourself. And that's what Kevin Durant did. Hey, was it a success? Was it a failure? KD, you were brought to Brooklyn to join forces with Kyrie to have team success. Mm -hmm. They didn't just bring you there to have individual success. They could have brought a lot of people there to have individual success. A lot of people could have made an all-star game or several all-star games while in Brooklyn. They brought you, Kevin Durant, there to elevate the entirety of the organization. So, Joy, I didn't love the response because, of course, you had individual success. You're an individual. But you weren't brought there to be individually great. You were brought there to make everybody great. That's the point of all-stars and recruiting LeBron James's and Kevin Durant's and Steph Curry's. Like, duh, you're going to be individually good. You've always been. I want you to make everybody else good. That's kind of the point. Yeah, I just, I hear what he's saying about failure not being a zero-sum game. A lot happened in Brooklyn, and we put it all behind us. I was so happy to be done talking about that situation. And, and are they going to make it to the championship game? Are they going to win the East? I, I, I'm so happy to be done with it. That was not just on Kevin Durant. The failures, what happened in Brooklyn. I feel very strongly about teams putting a bunch of stars together and all of us assuming that they're just going to waltz to the championship. It doesn't work like that. There's so much that goes into win championships in any sport. You got to have health. They got to play together. You got to get along with their coach. Dame just got to, to the Bucks. The coach is gone already. It ain't even the all-star break. And that's not on Dame. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying it takes so much to get big-time stars together and have team success. We just assume that it's going to happen. I started my career in Miami. I have never seen or experienced to this day anything close to the, to the intense pressure that was on LeBron James and the heatles of Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. And some of that they brought on themselves. But they didn't win right away. Are you talking about LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh in a culture that already had a championship? It's so hard to do. So I hear what he's saying. When we look at the entirety of Kevin Durant's career, we're not going to pull out those years with Brooklyn and be like, but this was a failure. Was it a failure? Yes. Did they achieve what they wanted to achieve, what we thought they were going to achieve, what we talked about them achieving? No. But overall, there's, there's waves in your career. You can have stops that didn't go the way that you wanted it to go. 
Is it all on you that it's a failure? Even if you are the best player, there were some other pretty great players that were there that are also responsible for them not having success. So I can't put it on Kevin Durant. And to his point, he was still great. I mean, I, I agree with Joy because when you, when you say failure – I mean, you put in so much work, whether you're playing basketball, whether you're playing football, to go out there and perfect your craft. And a lot of that times, it might not mean you win championships. Because if that's the case, it's a lot of great careers out here that people had really good careers that didn't win a championship. Their career's not a failure. You know what I mean? So I think when you ask somebody, was it a failure? As a team, success was a failure. But as an individual, no. It was not a, it was not a failure. So I'm not mad at Kevin Durant saying this because Kevin Durant went out there and did what he had to do to try to help this team win games. We did not win a championship, right? LeBron didn't win no championships in Cleveland before he left to Miami. We saying that's a failure? Yeah. No, LeBron James went to work on the basketball court. So it's not a failure, you know what I mean, the, what the product that he put on the basketball court. So you put too much time and effort into this game for somebody to say, was it a, was it a failure? Team, yes. But I did what I could to try to help this team win one. I agree with you. I mean, Kevin Durant, he's that guy. He's all-time great. And his time in Brooklyn, he did his part. He was All-NBA both times. He did his part. Now, I, I can't help but that one of the players that, that they asked to come there was, was going to be distracted by doing his things, that things outside of basketball. And the other one just didn't want to play. He's always up and down. If he want to play or don't want to play. So he can't control that. As a team, we might have failed because we didn't win no championships. But individual, hell yeah, he earned that. Come on, it's Kevin Durant. What are we talking about? The God. <laughs> <laughs> when we return, Jim Harbaugh officially introduced as the Chargers head coach just an hour and a half ago. And he's already talking about the new team goals. Oh, we got to respond to that next on Speak. Yeah, he better talk about Andy Reid, though. Don't get it, don't get it messed up. <laughs> Two-minute drill family, Jim Harbaugh, he had his first press conference announcement earlier today as a Charger, and he talked about expectations. Take a listen. And we're in, uh, we're in you know, one of, the, one of the great cities there, there is. Um, you know, and one thing I know is, is uh, Los Angeles, Southern California, uh, they respect talent, effort, and winning. And, um, and it needs to be multiple multiple championships uh, and that's we're gonna be hum, humble and hungry uh, but you know that's our goal not one not two not three I feel like everybody does that right you have to the only thing what I don't like about it is like because I like hardball but you can speak the championships but you do know who's in your division right. he don't right. care he, he, didn't, he didn't even believe that though yeah you know we got to win championships multiple, multiple. Yeah, he didn't even he didn't believe what he was saying what you mean he ain't believe what he's saying? He don't, he don't want it at every level. Why wouldn't he believe what if he's saying? the NFL, saying? he hasn't won a championship. It, it yeah. don't matter. Let alone multiple. And it's a, it's a, it's a three, four hundred pounder, however you want to put on that weight. Coach that, that wins every year with a little mustache, with a stomach on him. Andy Reid ain't playing that. And this other dude with some gray hair. <laughs> James, what are you, what are you counting, James? Get out of here, y'all. crazy, y'all. Be switching up so quick. He's still mad. He think uh, Bill Belichick crazy. Yo, yo. That's not crazy. The Chiefs, the Chiefs ain't going for that. Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid ain't going for that. And the dude, and the other dude, that day civilian, he ain't going for that either. I love saying that. Family, appreciate y'all hanging with us. It has been quite the show. You can watch anybody, and you choose to watch. Us. We don't take it for granted. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Are you a Swifty? Two, of course. One. Of course.